0: Hey, this is Matty G on this week's episode of Planning Tips, things couples wish they did differently. Now, there's a little bit of a side note to this week's podcast. Tommy and I sat down and recorded this at the very end of February before everything happened. We have a lot of good information in here, and we wanted to make sure to share it with you. Tommy and I were both very excited about spring coming and the start of wedding season, and we still are. So take a listen, see if any of this information helps out, and we're all going to get through this one together. You're listening to the EMG Podcast with your hosts, Matty G and Tom Gambuza. All right, all right, all right. What's up, Thomas? Yo, yo. How are you today? Great, man. Great. Great. That sounds pretty great. If you if you didn't if you didn't notice already, I'm great. You are great. You are excellently great uh it is a great day outside wait hold on hold on hold on time out time out how are you
1: i feel like i never because you always ask me and i I always forget to ask back which is not cool how are you
0: it's march baby it's my month it is the month of march it is it is uh uh, spring is it coming uh second only to the fall you know yeah uh saint patrick's day big fan uh you know because Maddie's Irish, I, I like the uh, I like the weather change because I'm a big fan of hoodies and shorts.
1: Little, yeah, yeah, I'm all about that. I love that. Where we are sitting down today with um, with a cool topic, I think. You know, Maddie did some mm-hmm. research. He brought this to me, um, and I thought it was an awesome idea. So today we're going to talk about five things that. Uh, Brides and grooms or couples have have looked back on their wedding and wish they had done a little bit differently. And uh, a couple of different themes here. There were certainly a longer there was certainly a longer list than what we have, but we're going to continue our top five format.
0: I feel like we can come back to this one again. You know, for sure. That yeah. now is timely. Spring is coming. The spring wedding season is upon us. So
1: yeah, it could be could be seasonally speaking too uh, for some of these things when you look back on it. So, uh, Maddie, why don't you why don't you kick us off with? number one here.
0: Uh, Number one on on our list, we we decided that, you know, uh, spending time with friends and family was important. Now we wrote spending time with friends and family, but basically what we wanted to boil this down to is, you know, after your ceremony and your cocktail, which you might not even go downstairs for depending on your venue or your photo lineup or what it is, you've only got four hours. If you subtract dinner, if you subtract speeches and dances and all those other things, you don't have a whole lot of time. So spending time with the guests that you might not see regularly, the people you might be most excited to see, maybe, you know, some family members that had to travel to come in or or college friends you might not have seen in a few years, but you're still close with, you know, social media is great for that. You can keep up with your friends and your family, but getting that real face to face time, um, doesn't always happen. So, you know, taking the time to spend time with those guests that, you know, that are a top priority to
1: you. You know, this is, This one speaks to me because I had, at my wedding, I had a, a lot of family come in from Tennessee and North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Hence, yes, I'll circle back. That's why I'm a big North Carolina fan. Um, so I, I feel like I didn't do that. I wish I had spent more time, you know, got a little bit more face to face. I was just being like a nut on the dance floor the whole time. So that was like my mentality going into it. But
0: there's nothing wrong with that either. Yeah. It's your day. If you're going to dance and party, by all means, keep in mind that these are just some things that that have popped up based on information that we've curated, you sure, know, yeah. by, by no means is this a guideline like anything.
1: Well, and, and to that point, you know, these are a, a lot of these Different themes that Maddie and I whittled down to this, you know, let's call it top five. There are a ton out there, but, mm-hmm. you know, we, we scoured sites like, like Huffington Post, The Knot, Wedding Wire, you know, some, some um, wedding day research friendly sites that we've pulled these from. So, uh, in essentially other people's words, not ours.
0: True, true. Uh, <laughs> Tommy, what did you have for number four?
1: Number four. We're on number two. Oh, you're going backwards.
0: I go backwards. You
1: go. Yeah, I go for See, me and Maddie always meet in the middle.
0: (laughs) Ah, I like how you said that. I like how you said that.
1: If only it were that simple. I know. Okay. So your number four is, I guess, what I would say. Second second point. Second point. Point number two. Okay. Uh, I love this one. Some deals are too good to be true. Let that sit (laughs) with you for a hot minute. Okay. Because look, weddings are not cheap, Right between venue, between photography team, entertainment team, maybe you're hiring a wedding planner, flowers, the small little details, uh, wedding party gifts, parental gifts, family gifts, whatever it might be, uh, travel accommodations. I'm just going to put it in plain and simple terms. Better talent and or service will come with a higher investment. It is plain and simple as that. So, you really want to strike the chord between um, yes, getting a good deal is always is always good, but you want a return on that deal. You want to find out what that good, you know, value is, and that's why we. I mean, here at EMG, we always suggest to all of our couples to shop by value, not by price, and we always, especially on the entertainment side, uh, consider your entertainment experience an investment, not an expense.
0: Yeah. I've, uh, I've definitely seen people that, you know, wanted to save a couple dollars, <clears throat> excuse me, here or there with certain things. Um, one of the things I see all the time is they get a beautiful venue. Mm-hmm. They have great flowers. They they hire us or another company that is, you know, a top tier company where, where you're going to get the look, the feel, the professionalism. But then they decide to save money on something like a photo booth and all of a sudden They've got a guy in like a polo shirt and a pair of jeans sitting there with a ratty backdrop, bad props in the middle of their ballroom. It's just a great big eyesore. Mm -hmm. So I I like what you said about value. You know, getting the discount from a a, a top tier company is always a great thing. Getting a great value from something is awesome, too. But I I like what you said. You know, if the deal is too good to be true in the world we live in. It probably is. It probably is. Yeah, There's a ton of of ways to check that out, you know, um, it actually goes right into the next point. If you don't mind, I'm going yeah, to, I'm going to kind of skate into it. it. Go ahead. Stronger vetting on your entertainment. And you know what?
1: I like this one for sure.
0: It doesn't just have to be your entertainment. It's exactly what I'm talking about. If you go with a florist who doesn't have a photo album of things that they've done. If you go with a photographer that doesn't have a portfolio, if you go with a videographer that doesn't have a reel or DJs that don't have internet reviews, if there's no way for you to find out real world application about your vendor, chances are they're hiding something from you.
1: Yeah, and it just the last two points kind of get balled up into one. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean we uh, we definitely gravitate towards this point number three and vetting your entertainment choice. Now this is Big under time. the insu- uh, the the assumption that it's a high priority for you too, mm-hmm. right? Because once you lock down a date everyone has different priorities so uh, you know we're not going to be so boastful about it and say yeah entertainment's going to fall at the top of everybody's list however based on our experience it usually does so that's why i think it made our list but you know and you can you can uh you can apply this to anything that is higher on your list better vetting entertainment better vetting photography better vetting uh, video across the board across the board so do your research make sure that you know the deals you are getting in compare make sure you're comparing apples to apples because we get it we get it all the time great way to put that Uh, look hey i got another quote for the same package that you're a couple thousand dollars more than and you know uh, oftentimes we lose out on the opportunity to explain why Mm -hmm. you know because you're just looking at the hard dollars and cents and you know, again, I think that comes down to a uh, priority check for whatever falls higher or lower on your list.
0: Absolutely. You know, take the time, do the work. It's it's worth it. If you're going to spend that kind of money, be it be it a small portion of your budget or a large portion of your budget, you know, your budget is what it is. If you're going to use yeah. a piece of that pie, make sure that pie tastes good. Absolutely. What do you have next, Tommy? Absolutely. All
1: right. So number four here, or what Maddie would consider number two. <laughs> Uh this one speaks to me because I'm I'm a fashion guy, I like it. Um trusting your own gut on your attire and not listening to outside influence. I can see this being uh, a point that resonates with a lot of brides specifically because you know when you're dress shopping, you go out and you bring the the entourage, your your family, you know, your your the maid of honor Maid of honor, <laughs> parents and friends. Um I can see this as you you know it's like falling in love with with a particular dress, or even for the guys, a particular suit or tux, and you know the outside influences. Like eh, I don't know, you know, trust your gut. Go with what makes you feel comfortable. Because at the end of the day, uh, you're going to feel your best if you feel like you look good.
0: Um, it's it's interesting that you mentioned, especially because you are the fashion guy. I did that. I said, look, there are very few things set in stone that I want for this I wedding. Remember this? Yeah, the white dinner jacket. I'm a big fan of James Bond, so wearing a a traditional black tux, cummerbund bow tie, but with a white dinner jacket. and um, It's awkward, because today's probably the first time Tom has ever seen me not in Adidas Superstars, but they're so important to me that I had, yeah, I'm actually wearing boots today. Um, (laughs) I actually had a a custom pair made for myself. They said groom, they were white, they matched the jacket. It It was something important to me, and you know what? An awful lot of people will tell you, "Oh, you're the groom. Don't wear sneakers." Or, you know, your groomsmen are all wearing black jackets. Don't wear the white jacket. Wear a white tie instead. And I said, "Nope. These these are the things that are important to me." So
1: I had a, a similar thing. I mean, I did a white jacket for my after party. I changed into uh, yeah. which was which was really cool. Sure. I dig the white jacket. Um, I did not want flowers or corsages. I guess you would call them mm-hmm. right for for my guys on uh, on their suits. And everyone thought, they were like, you have to do flowers. I said, absolutely not. It's a hard no for me. Um, I essentially, to to my own mind, in my own sick, sick, twisted uh, brain here, I thought it would end up looking like a prom you know? Oh, okay. I just, I wanted guys to feel like they didn't have something bogging them down on their on their lapel. Uh, so I gave everybody uh, matching pocket squares to have like a little flair over there, but mm-hmm. still not have to, it also saved me some money too, but you're, you're <laughs> also neither here nor there.
0: You're also a sucker for tidiness and uniformity and I have yeah. never seen a bridal party that have their boutonnieres on the same level all facing the same way nice and straight.
1: True, yeah. They, they hang off and I, I, that's just my opinion. I'm just getting into the weeds of that, but yeah, I get it.
0: I think it's a good point. Um, You know, make those attire choices mean something to you. Absolutely. Um, The last point we had today was enjoying yourself versus micromanaging day of problems. Um, I can't get into this enough. I try to tell my couples that I work with all the time, look, it's not the finish line the day of, you know, by any means that right there is the celebration at that point. Let it go. If, if you were supposed to have pink flowers on your cake and they were purple, if you freak out, your parents are going to get involved, your bridesmaids are going to make sure that you're feeling better, the groomsmen are going to try to fight the floor. It's just insane. But if you let it go, nobody else will even notice the difference. You have a mater d'. You usually have at least a captain, excuse me. You've got the photography staff. You've got the head of the catering hall, banquet facility, wherever you may be. Mm -hmm. You've got your entertainment staff. You've got your friends and you've got your family. You've got your support team, including your best man and maid of honor, who, in my opinion, are the very first people to deal with the little problems. Front line of defense. You should not be dealing with those things. On that day, you should be able to say to somebody, anybody, hey, X, Y, Z and have it just taken care of. The day of just enjoy yourself. You've spent a lot of money. You've done a lot of work. You've put a lot of time into building a relationship. People look at the wedding as a party. To get to that point, you've opened yourself up to somebody else, their friends, their families. You've given yourself, you've accepted them in that's the culmination of those things so come that day enjoy yourself let others deal with the little things
1: yeah I mean I don't think I can say it any better or add to that that it's pretty much simple it's been a consistent theme through uh, past episodes that you know Maddie Maddie and I have consistently preached um, enjoy yourself you know take it all in right we, we always say that the the take corner, it all take in. it in um, yeah and let them leave the micromanaging elsewhere so Look, those are five things that we've compiled. Hopefully, we can uh, do a version two of this with uh, some further uh, points that we can help you out with, but thank you. Well, oh, 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 wait.
0: Honorable mention.
1: I almost forgot.
0: And we both have honorable mentions this time, Tom. We
1: do. Maddie. We, yeah.
0: We've been chewing on your ear for a little bit. I'm going to make mine nice and short. I'll give you a Me little too. anecdote, and then I'll just tell you the thing. Go ahead. It's It's the timing of pictures and first look. Um, for me, my wife and I, we booked our venue. I don't want to say hundred percent based on, but a good portion based on the cocktail room. We both really dug it. It reminded us of something that it was
1: a really cool room.
0: It was a very cool room. And because we didn't do a first look and because our picture schedule got so backloaded, we didn't get to spend a minute in cocktail. To be perfectly honest, we were actually a few minutes late going into our reception because we had photos we had to finish. Truth be told having not seen jennifer until the moment she came around the corner to walk down the aisle it was the first time i saw her i cried it was amazing in hindsight i might have done our photos the family photos and the bridal party photos and enjoyed cocktail a little bit more yeah i felt like that one hour was the most rushed hour of my entire life and i missed something that was kind of important to me as to why you booked it yeah
1: And I I say was because the venue that Maddie got married at actually just renovated. So (laughs) that that room is no longer. Uh, However, okay. so my honorable mention is uh, kind of speaks to the fact that my personal style has changed. And I think my priorities in terms of how I would have went about planning and choosing a venue Mm. would have gone down. So I wish I had made more of a weekend out of it to a lot of our points. We it, it does go quick. Right. So I think I would have pressed a little harder for a more like resort style mm. or maybe did like a round of golf the, the day before. And that just, you know, kind of made it like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday type of that, you know, extended weekend. Because, again, I did have some family traveling. I would have like that would have afforded me to see get that face to face with them a little bit better than just the four to five hours day of. Mm. So that's that's my take. That That would be my. That would be my thing. So anyway, thank you again for uh, joining us on another week of planning tips on the EMG podcast. I am one of your hosts, Tommy G, sitting alongside Maddie G.
0: Take care. You can find us at ElegantMusicGroup.com or on Instagram at ElegantMusicGroup.com.